Welcome to the Fine Tooth Calm Podcast. This is your host, PCAST1510, coming at to you on this 18th June 2021. It's <laughs> it's going to be uh, 345 in the morning. I have this thing where like I can only sleep for like four hours, five hours, like four hours is good. Like five hours, five hours is a good sleep. Like my five hours is your eight hours. Um, so if I go to sleep at 10, like today I was tired. I went, I went to sleep early. It was supposed to be a nap and I was supposed to run to Whataburger to get uh, some dinner. Nope. But then that's why I woke up. Um, woke up not too long ago, you know. Uh, I still have my, like, the lights on and shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> turned them off and shit. And um, I was on the phone, and then it died. But then um, I started thinking about all these... The, so, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this podcast while my, my phone charges... But you know what? Like I remember when I used to play with a Game Boy, and I had to put battery batteries on the Game Boy. And I'm not. But what I'm trying to say is like I'm. I'm not stressing. I'm not rushing. I'm not doing that anymore. It's because I was just writing a tweet, and I don't even did. I think hopefully it did post. Can't remember. Um about the logistics of F1 I was on YouTube and and it came up again and I was like oh I watched this one I was like this is a wind over the logistics the insane logistics of Formula 1 and and I was explaining how it, it's hard to like on on Twitter because you're trying to censor not censor you're trying to limit you're trying to pick the right words summarize the best you can but you can't especially not for me that's why i'm doing this podcast because it's faster you know if i just explain it but you know like i explained my dad's a truck driver and and that's logistics you know you're moving one item to another and everything's business right you need to get one thing from point a to point b and you know, it costs something, and then because you got to put the human aspect, how how far a human can can drive, and you know some of these these drivers over there in Europe, they have uh, teams of three, and it's crazy how like everything, like I was explaining how, or trying to explain how, in the military you have those things. You know, we're trying to put move. Um, so it's it's similar, but in the ways just because it's it's simple. It's regardless of if you're whatever industry you're in, you're just trying to move. But the fact that it's like Formula One, like military is one thing, because you have that that one destination. So you you know you it's a routine. You know one does it. Hey, this is how we do it, and then everybody follows. But in Formula One, it's they're going like everywhere, and that's you know one of the things that they're explaining is that Signal Poor got canceled, so they're thinking about an Austin doubleheader. 
But it's like Bosignanpur was on the first week of October, and then it was Japan on the second week of October. The third week was supposed to be, or is going to be Austin. The fourth week, which kind of goes with the end of October, beginning of November, it's going to be in Mexico. And I was like, yo, it would be so dope if, you know, to do the, the United States one and then the Mexico one because it's going to be Dia de los Muertos. So, dude, the Formula One theme, like, ah, it's going to be so dope with Dia de los Muertos and Halloween and, like, all that stuff. Like, Halloween's my favorite holiday. So, like, you have Halloween, form, Formula One, and Dia de los Muertos. Come on, man. Like, that's that's dope as fuck. So, it would have been, or, like, it, there's still time, dude. There's still time. It's never too late. You know, everything's about timing. So, but it's, like, well, it's logistics. Like, people, like, try to go get tickets, and it's, like, they're all sold out. So you're like, fuck. But most of the time, it's like Ticketmaster buying all of them and then selling them. Like, just fucking stupid, right? Fucking scalp. Anyways. Um, so you got to start thinking about all those things. Like, people already rented hotels and bought tickets and made reservations and all that. There's, like, city planning because all this takes, to, you know, it, it's legit. And this is what I say. Ugh. I was in Long Beach, and this is what I remember. Like, I remember walking downtown, and they had all those barriers because Long Beach is a street circuit because it was in downtown Long Beach. And when I was in the National Guard, uh, when I was stationed down there, and I was like, yo, like, um, I was like, what's all these barriers for and all that? And the other guys were like, you know, it's a Formula One, you know, blah, blah. And it's crazy because, like, they'll have all the barriers throughout the street. And, you know, you got to think about, like, construction and things like that, how it slows down. And, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting. And it's a lot. So it goes into a lot of planning. They go into, um, so that's what you got to think. It's like, so if they're talking about an awesome doubleheader, like, you already got Japan and Mexico you know, a week and a week, a week before and a week after. So what do you do? Do you move Japan to the first week of October? And then you do second and third week of October. It's going to be in Austin. So it's, that's all the, all these things that you got to think about, you know? So, or what are they going to do? That first week come here and I can't remember who's before uh Singapore but wherever they're they're at they got to come to the United States they got to go back to Japan they got to come back to the United States and then they got to go to Mexico would it make sense just to move it up and go to Japan and then come back to the United States that that second week and then that third week and then you're already here, and then just go down, you know, just drive down. But, yo, wait, what's the logistics on that one, bro? <laughs> bro, 
Because I know these motherfuckers, these drivers, bro. These These drivers, (laughs) they they drive through, through like, Europe. Because, like, that Sunday that they, like, after the race or even, like, once the race starts, they start fucking undoing a lot of some of the shit that they don't need, right? Like, the kitchen stuff and, and, and all that. The motorhomes, because like after the race, like everybody's gonna bounce, right? So you don't like that's some of the, the first things that they start packing up. And then throughout the race, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, so if they do like a double header, they they like they just leave it then. They're like, hey, we're Gucci for another week. Let's go hit the town. And that's what I'm saying. Like if I'm in Austin, um, it means like commerce, like tourism and all that like people want to see them and it's going to be there and you know and i'm in the car industry i'm so this is why it matters to me you know they they um the people that i'm working out of their building and all that they host events as circuit of the americas so that you know it's it's one of those things like networking stuff and all that it's like or, and coming back it's like to the driving in, in Europe, it's like, after a race, they pack all the stuff up, and then they take off, right? It's like, well, that next week is, is Mexico. It's like, do they finish here in, in Austin, and do they drive down to Mexico? Because I'm like, yo, think about the, like, crew, bro, like, or is it safe, like, as a truck driver to drive from like Austin down to I don't even know where they have it in Mexico, bro. Like in El DF, that's the capital of Mexico. Is that where they have it? I actually don't really know, but um, it, it's interesting. Anyways, um. And because for my my job and all that, like I'm traveling, like I travel, I chase storms, so it's one of those things that like it it's logistics and it kind of helps. It kind of helps. It fucking does help, and that's that's one of these things that we gotta start normalizing things. You know, I I kind of went into like a F one logistics rant. But I'll try to keep it short. <laughs> I'll try because I want to go back to sleep and uh, catch another like two hours. Right. Because it's going to be four. Um, I'll save it and post this later on at work or whatever. Um, during a break. Right. You got to be professional. And dude, it's awesome how like technology. That's why I like, shout out to Apple. Like the continuity. The whole. Like, it's so easy to do these things. Like, I remember, like, back in the day, god damn, bro. Like, and that's what I said. Like, I grew up alongside these things with the, the CD player, the MP3, and the laptops and, and stuff like that. So, I'm blessed in that sense. Um, but I just want to put out a couple thoughts that that was going through my, my head, though. So, that was one of the, the logistics, but... One of the things that I wanted to talk about was normalizing things. Just, you know, not rushing. Not, 
and that's one of the things that that, that I explain with like the, the social media because I study this with psychology, with technology, and like I mentioned, it's like one of my favorite classes was uh, at the University of Arizona. It was like how this global digital thing affects like culture. And it's putting like you know technology and psychology together, you know. But that's what the study of it, you know. We we have to study all these aspects, and it's like we, one of the things it's, we gotta normalize, the way we talk to people and the way we we gotta break the fourth wall, basically like Deadpool. And anything like in business, like you can be nice, but like you can be real, and because. That's one thing that I've I've noticed dealing with like business and all that, and and you guys notice with networking when you meet new people and that's what I meant like new businesses, like I I, I meet a lot of I network with people with with the whole body shop things and cars you know they they call me because we're specialized we um you know like they call me down to San Antonio I gotta go down to El Paso and then. You know, next week I'm going down to to Redosa too. So, like I'm moving, and and that's why I've always been fascinated by like th- this whole transportation and logistics. But anyways, um, I I deal with a lot of people from from places, uh, and I gotta meet them and all that, and and that's one of the things that, that I've that I've learned too. And just being, like being a driver in the military, you know, you're driving everywhere, so you're like you know, meeting people. And that's one of the things that, that, um, that I'm seeing from like Sebastian younger, the thing of society of how like the Apaches were like free and like how they weren't able to like really capture the Apaches because they were, they weren't settled. Like they will move around. Right. And, and you kind of see this with like Bonnie and Clyde and, you know, you can't catch them because they're on the run. They're on the move. Um, so it's pretty interesting and when i'm talking to to these people it's you and not just like in this businesses but like with friends or any anything like that um you know everybody tries to to put up a front a facade if you could say kobe Because, you know, you're trying to make your best impression. It's, it's you know, we're, we're all trying to fake it till we make it. We're just trying to make it. So you can knock the hustle. It comes from a good place. You know, we're all trying to make it. So, because we're all trying to survive. But the thing is, like, hey, like, with this technology thing, is we've noticed that back then you could get away with it because, you know, once you turn around, you don't, that that's all you knew. But now you can go and check, like, wait, I met this person, but let me go check the social media. And, like, today, um, I made a, you know, I was in a, in a business call. And, you know, we're willing and dealing, bro. Like, it, it it's crazy. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, we, we got to be okay. We, we got to normalize shit. We got to normalize. It's normal to become 30. And that's one of the things, like we're not kids we grow up like it's it steps move on like stop worrying about being third like oh i'm gonna be third like bro it fuck yeah it's another year like 
and and again it comes from like formula one from like Lewis Hamilton who's 36 okay like yo these guys are still calling him Mayweather 49 they're still doing things like so age is not you know time is, is it's a weird thing right and it's kind of like the 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 theme of this podcast time but um it's like it's because we grow up we we learn things and where was i going with this age and stuff um yeah like it, it it's crazy to me to think but not really because when i was 20 years old i was doing you know willing and dealing but just from like the military like i remember i was you know i got married young i was 19 when i got married but the fact that i was like 19 and it, you know like my my cousin was talking to me and you know that's what i was saying like he's 20 years old he's an adult i was 19 when well first of all when going to the military you know going but that's it's a little different because you know you just go to the recruiter and they basically take you in compared to you know i was stationed in arizona and I had to go to Washington State. So I had to do the drive. You know, I had a, a vehicle. So, I, you know, it's figuring things out. And it's just like getting that work done. And with this whole logistics of Formula One, it's like people need to communicate. People need to talk. And, you know, it's it's and at the end of the day, they got to do the work. Like you can't be late, you know, these truck drivers. And that's one of the things that. That like I learned from from my dad. One of the biggest things that, that I learned from my dad. It's crazy. It's it's um like this dude. And I guess that's you know wow that's crazy you know I'm just realizing this. A big thing about like. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Um, I'm like, you know, like two minutes ago, I was just like, or I was just like, this fucking podcast is themed around time, time. And I was just like, you know, one of these things that I've learned or one of the biggest things that I've learned about timing came from my dad. Thanks, dad, if you're <laughs> listening to this. Um, but again, the whole truck driver thing, it's you got times you got deadlines and for truck drivers it's like you got you got pickup times right so you pick up a thing or you know from when you're resting or whatever you're like okay i gotta wake up at this time because i can only drive so long right and it's 10 hours the max that they can drive so they gotta plan it out you know the routes from you know hey i'm driving this this long am i gonna hit traffic right because i can only drive this long do I want to be doing 15 for, you know, 30, 45 minutes an hour if I'm crossing through town, right, at 15 miles an hour because I'm only getting 15 miles an hour? Or if I'm going, you know, 70 miles an hour, I just cross 70 miles. So, like, I just gained 70 miles or whatever the difference minus 15, right, compared to if you only went 15 miles an hour. And and so you'll see these drivers. That's why you'll see like um, they get the little rhythms where they you know stop before rush hour 
and then they'll they'll pick up after rush hour so like around seven they'll start picking up again and then they'll do their their little 10 hours and then from that time you know it's already you know three four and they're driving at night and that's one of the things i love driving at night dude and this is one of the things like normalizing things it's it's you know with the business it's like yo we we gotta we we just gotta be normal about it like we just gotta break that fourth wall because we got shit to do um yeah i just lost my train of thought but that's what i'm saying like slowing down and normalizing like i love what i do like i said i had to go to el paso like i just came down from from austin i'm here in san antonio and then like i'm not rushing i'm not i'm not like we got a car and like it's taking it a little bit longer then but it was expected but that was the whole point of me coming down from austin to san antonio because we're you know we're work we have different body shops uh because we work with them and all that and and it was a little bit difficult for for this um for these dents and all that and they needed some help so that's why i came down and but that's what i'm saying it was expected and i had plans you know like i said going down to to el paso and all that um but that's not till next week ish you know i was just trying to get ahead of the of of the thing but i rather take a step back meaning i gotta work tomorrow because the whole plan was i was gonna leave today you know on friday to el paso because i have things to do that's the thing it's like i have it, it's home i have things you know to take care of of back home um and and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to rush. Because, again, it, it's one of those, these things that, I, you know, you got to think about. It's like, okay, how long does it take to get to El Paso? You know, it's seven hours, you know, eight hours, depending on how, you know, how you drive on traffic. If you stop, when you stop for gas and all that, how long you take. So if you're stopping twice and each stop you know it's 15 20 minutes it's it's longer than that because you're putting gas that takes 10 minutes you know and then you you know going to the restroom you know you get some snacks oh, it usually takes 20 30 minutes so like when i drive like and it's funny it's like when you get to this destination it's like what do you do you just like chill the fuck out at home like you're not going anywhere, you know, you're not delivering something that that's important that people, you know, that's it, that people are waiting on you because they got to unload the truck and, and shit like that. It's like, no, I'm just fucking driving home. Like I'm not in a rush. And, and this whole normalizing things and it's like, enjoy what you do. Like, so I'm like, okay, they close business is at five you know the things that i gotta do you know it's like it's at five so i gotta i gotta get there before five so you gotta plan things backwards it's like i, I gotta leave by 10 and i'm like you know what fuck it i'll i'll stay back another day i'll push back another day i'm like it's the weekend anyways like i wasn't gonna work 
on the weekend because you know I was gonna get there Friday in the at night or you know in the afternoon I had things to do so it's not gonna it's not like I was gonna be working Saturday I had other shit to do but and then Sunday you know you rest you gotta rest dude like nobody's Superman like you're not changing the world like relax like and that's what I'm saying it's like and it's enjoying it you know it's recovering it's taking care of your body it's it's normalizing these things so I love like traveling I love traveling it comes from my dad you know I, um you know Father's Day is coming up it, it's crazy um but it's 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 crazy how how much my dad has actually like influenced a lot of me and i am him dude i'm half of him it's it's awesome like i love that i still have my dad with me that he's here that's one of the the biggest things that that I'm proud of my dad. Like the biggest thing that I'm proud of my dad. Because. We. We all want our dads. To be the best. Compared to other dads. You want your dad to be the best dad. And. But we got to come back to reality. Right. We're <laughs> we're fucking humans bro. Um, we fuck up. We do crazy things and all that. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect right. My dad's far from perfect. I'm not perfect. We're all fucked up, bro. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like earlier, like it. It's funny how like a lot of things. But he's my dad, man. Like I grew up with my dad. Like and, and it's, it's this whole like Hispanic thing. And I was like, yes, I have my dad. Like my dad's still here. Like I have a relationship with my dad. Like, and that's what that's what it's like. No matter what my dad has done or hasn't done, that's my dad. It's he, and the biggest thing is he's here. And I was thinking about this earlier, like, he's not in jail. He's not dead. He's not somewhere where I can't reach him and all that, like. Just because I'm over here for work and all that, obviously, like, but I can call him up. You know, I talk to him. I see his snaps. He sees mine. You know, I see him on social media and stuff like that. And, um, you know, if I'm back home or whatever, I I can see him. And that's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. And to me. That's the best thing that my dad could ever do for me. Be here for me. Like he's still alive. 
and it's it because of surviving. If you guys know me, I'm always like, it's it's about surviving or reproducing. My dad has survived, and I was talking about this whole like. Uh, you know, uh, you guys know me. I love history. I love military history, like moving and all that. Um, how again, logistics, like how they moved, um, battlefields, you know, wars and shit like that. It's you know, I've talked about like how the fucking Germans were on fucking meth, and and uh, yeah, like uh, Adderall and shit like that. <laughs> the equivalent to that back in the day um, when they were attacking Europe. You know how they were staying up and again logistics because it's like no how fucking people can move and shit right so where was I going with this shit military history and and so you'll see like it's you know how even just with the patches of how they uh, they were surviving not getting captured and killed and how they lasted and all that and that's one of those things it's like y'all like anywhere else like you don't you don't have those things or you don't have those luxuries so for me like in a historical context you know through history you know that sounds redundant um my dad has survived and i still have my dad and he you know he's still he's still there he's still kicking bro dude my grandpa and, and it's crazy because I was reading this, this, um, this, well, Sebastian's Younger's Freedom. But they were talking about how, like, one of the Apaches, and this is where it, I'm really interested on that. And that's why I'm always fucking talking about it. Because, you know, the Apaches were, like, in the West Texas, like, when they first encounter them. It's like, it's West Texas. What's my history? It's like, we're Chicanos. We're from here. It's like, when they, where are you from? It's like, we've, we've been here, bro. Like, you know, native or, you know, Spaniards or whatever you want to. We've been here the last several generations. Like, we're mixed. We moved a little bit up, down, left, right. But we're, you know, from here. And, and like, I was, you know, it's crazy how I was saying earlier how, um, or in the earlier episodes, how like I'm a runner, like it's easier for me to to just listen to my body and just run, you know. I'm I'm a natural runner compared to me being a bodybuilder, because I've tried it. Like I I can fucking put on weight, like it took me forever to like break the 170. I was in college and all that, and it was 169, 169. I would go to the gym, go to the gym. And it was a little bit, you know, the college diet to fucking ramen noodles, right? But what I'm saying is, like, it took me forever to... And I put it over fucking Christmas, over tamales. I hit, like, 173. Fucking shout out to the tamales, bro. And... But that's what I'm saying, like, I, I fucking picked out. Like, I went hard on those tamales, bro. But, like, I only gained, like, four pounds. But, like, I took a shit and, like, went back down to, like, 169, bro. Like... But now I'm like at 180, 180, 185. I don't know what I'm, one of those things. Um, and, but it's just like a lot, like listen to your body and shit. And what was I saying about listen to your body and being a natural? Oh, the Apaches and how these, these dudes were, you know, 
walk or like we're expected to do like 40 miles a day and then sometimes 70 and because like they were they had to escape and shit like that and like some of these dudes like they had to do or one of the stories that i was reading was from the book that he was explaining that this this native american tribe you know they did a raid and they cover like a thousand miles 500 miles something like that right over six days it, it was like a long distance over a short period of time and this dude the whole thing was like this dude was 75 years old the the leader and so i was like yo my grandpa's like around that age like my, my grandpa's still kicking bro my grandpa's still around and it's a beautiful thing like i'm gonna go back home i'm gonna go visit him um i've been a bad grandson you know i'm I live there. He lives literally like three blocks down the street from me. And. And I don't go as often as I should. So. When I'm there, I should. Um, I'm going to go and visit my grandpa and, you know, kind of have a, a deeper talk, I guess. Um, and appreciating. That's what I mean. You know, like I'm being in the moment and. And thanking him, you know, it's going to be Father's Day, so perfect timing. It's crazy. And same thing to my dad. So shout out to them for for still being there. Um, my grandpa. And, and 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 that's what I'm saying, like the whole longevity and, and putting the history and like knowing where you're coming from. And, you know, it's it's important to to know where your lineage is is from or whatever how you however you say it because you got to know who you are you got to listen to your body listen to to like a lot of things and and it's like realizing who you are um and it goes with the whole self-confidence and knowing because you know who you are so for me like it was like i was going back to the bodybuilding it's like i i get self you know i have self-confidence with that because i want to be big and juicy and shit but but i'm not but i can run <laughs> so i'm proud of that and you know i kind of like it um i noticed this that i say a lot of ums i apologize it's i'm trying to gather my thoughts i have a lot of ping pong machine so it's a little yield sign that i have but hopefully i get better as i'm more conscious of it also, it's coming from the dome, and that's one of those things. I have so much information that I'm trying to compress in such little time, and I'm already going for 35 minutes. Um, it's already past 4, 420. Come on, light it up, homeboy. Uh, <laughs> and as a linguist, it bothers me because I understand these fucking linguistic pauses because you're trying to gather your thoughts and... They're filler words or filler. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Filler words where you fill in with a pause because it makes people uncomfortable. It's crazy, huh? Why does, why does a pause make people uncomfortable? Is it because you feel like you're wasting your time? It's like, where were you going? 
So coming around with normalizing the this whole thing of the fourth wall and things like that. It's we gotta like stop kissing ass in a sense, like because but again it's like it's a facade that, that that we put on but we all do it i do it too it's and if you guys notice this <laughs> and they told me this like um because in school you know they they tell you, you know like stand up and introduce yourself or whatever or just when you have to ask a question and shit like that my voice just nor naturally not naturally um automatically my voice automatically gets deeper when I'm doing like any public speaking. And because I've not been called out, but the people told me it was um, one of my shotties. She was like, hey, you know, you do this. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of did. You know, thanks or whatever. But um, she confirmed it. But we all, you know, do a thing. But the thing is like, hey. Be, it, it it's interesting because you, you know, you're testing the waters and this is what I'm fascinated by the whole psychology of it like why we do it but it's to survive it's like hey I'm I'm friendly like I'm not trying to but that's what I'm saying like normalize it hey you know you're good all right cool um and this comes from like I met this this dude, right? Like we we have this the shop, but like I haven't been there. It's like the second location, so like I'm generally like at the first location. And they're like, "Hey, man! Like they have this this Mercedes AMG, you know? Go go hook it up." So I was like, "All right." And they're like, "Hey, go talk to to Chris." So I was like, "All right, cool." So I was like, "Hey, man! You know you're Chris, and this is what I'm saying. Like I've met a lot of people." And, like, you just got to normalize it. And I was like, hey, man, I'm looking for Chris. And they're like, oh, he's over there in the office. All right. So we're like, hey, you know, you're here. I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. You know, it's like, here are the keys, you know, the car, whatever. And um, so we're like, I'm doing my thing. He's doing his thing. And then he comes in and checks on, you know, how how the the job is going. And I don't know how we started talking. And, and it's funny because I have it on video how it happened. Because I was just, uh, I was working on the on the MG. Well, I was recording myself because I was fucking hammering. I was hammering on the MG. So I'm, I'll put that, that video out on my Instagram. And, and we just started talking about like Formula One. Oh, because that's how we, we, you know, we started talking about Formula One. Cause it's like, hey man, you know these cars. I was like, no. Well, the whole thing is like, people don't want to take the risk of of working on these cars, you know, because it's what what's that car like? They were saying like a quarter of a million dollar car. It's like other technicians are scared because it's the risk that that you have to take if you mess up, you know, if you mess up and you crack paint or whatever, you have to paint the car, like paint the door, like the fucking customer is gonna be pissed as fuck. Like that's the whole point of the paintless dent repair, like. If you don't have to send it to paint. Now they have to paint it. Like, And I was like, dude, like metal's metal. I was like, the whole thing with these cars is like, because this is what I say. It's like the whole thing to the dent is the access to the dent. Like being able to get your tools under, you know, inside of the panel and push the dent out. 
Well, these luxury cars, they're they're fucking sophisticated, bro. That, but that's why they're they're luxury cars, and that's that was the thing with like Mercedes. I work on a on a Mercedes, and that's why I'm a Mercedes fan, bro. Mercedes Benz, or well, they're not Benz, Mercedes. Um, a fan because my first time working on a Mercedes. Like, taking the door off, it took me a whole day, bro. Like, again, the access to the to the dent. Because it, it's, they have all this, they're all fucking boxed up. Compared to, like, a, a Nissan, Altima, or, you know, Chevy, Impala, or Malibu, you know, your classic cars. And... And you see, I was like, oh, this is why they're they're luxury. Anyways, I was like, yo, bro, you know, it's like, nah, but this is why I like these cars because um, it's like a puzzle. Like, right? It's it's knowing all these things. It's like, no, I love it, man. Like, I, I love what I do. Like, I love, like, trying to figure out the access to, to the den and, like, how we're going to get to it and, like, repairing the vehicle. Like, it's crazy. Um and I started explaining the Formula One. He was like, oh, Formula One. And he's a Formula One fan. And and that's what I said. Like, you can't bullshit, like, being a Formula One. Like, right away, he was like, hey, man, what do you think about, like, it was like little trick questions, bro. Like, you get called out right away, bro. Like, hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> he was like, hey, you know, Verstappen, like, on on." his puncture and like losing the race and like Hamilton. And I was just, and, and I told him basically, I told him say, like, hey, it's crazy how you can ruin your, like your whole race by one mistake. And I was like, but I was like, I, I just explained that like with my job, I was like, it's my job is high risk in, in the sense that like, you gotta be patient and all that. You can't push your, your tool on the dent too hard because or too fast because if you do you know you run the risk of of cracking paint and so it's like it's it's difficult and that's why i tell people it's like do it like if you do it like i know how hard it is please go ahead and try it and it's like i i work alongside other technicians it's a lifestyle and all that and we all struggle. We all have our own struggles. So it's like, it's not easy. It's like been like the military is easy. Like <laughs> civilian, like being a civilian, like in the sense, like when you're fighting wars and not like, no, 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 that's, that's game time. That's go, baby. But, like, every day, like, being in the military, that shit's easy. Like, they tell you where to be. They tell you what to do. Like, it, it's pretty simple, right? This whole dent thing, it's like, again, I'm working on the car. Like, it's on me. And that's why it's like, it's growing up. Like, hey, we're adults. Like, let's normalize just, like. Hey, you're here for work. I'm here for work. Like, it's a business. Like, hey, let's get to it. You're trying to make money. I'm trying to make money. Like, for the wait, like, waitress, like, hey, bartenders or whatever. Like, hey, you're here. I'm here. Let's have a great time. Like, fuck me up with some drink, right? Even though I don't drink, but like, for the scenario. 
they you know like with the food and that's like hey um and that's why you'll see like the some of those cool waitress you know the waitress and that's why we think like when they're down to earth and we see this like on on airplanes when they like they say the funny jokes and for a while all the fucking flight attendants were all fucking comedians right and i have one like from mississippi dude i took this fucking puddle jumper or is that what they call it puddle jumpers from because you were in the fucking bumfuck middle of fucking mississippi bro like it was crazy we're going to hattiesburg mississippi so we're flying from like alabama or some shit i can't remember from where from jackson we flew into jackson mississippi and then from jackson to hattiesburg like it was the shortest flight but like I've, I think I've said this fucking story to like the smallest fucking airport. If you know, if you're from Hattiesburg, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. Like the, like the tiniest, like you walk into the airport and like you have everything in one fucking room, dude. Like arrivals and departures, luggage, check-ins, TSA, like the food court, like everything, like all you have to do is just like turn around. <laughs> Like, everything is, like, at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Like, clockwise, bro. (laughs) 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 Bro. Bro, Afghanistan has, like, better fucking... Yo, like, there's bigger airports in Afghanistan. It's like so little. It's like y'all see like those, you know, like those drug cartel fucking like hideaway runways or like when they go see the like the like the religion missions when they go to like the Amazon and shit and they're like the little makeshift Cessna fucking runway, bro. Like added <laughs> burst like that, bro. Oh, it looks like a. Like a golf course, like when you go to the golf, and like you gotta drive up to like this little hill. It looks like a uh, country club, dude. <laughs> so you walk in and you're like, like everything is there, bro. Like it, it's convenient. <laughs> but uh, chick was funny as fuck. But like you know, we we try to. Put up this front, but again, it's it's like let's normalize it, and it's it's different, I guess, because I've you know living here in San Antonio, it's a tourist town. I live on the Riverwalk, so like I was saying, like you see the locals and you see the tourists. So, like, I went down to the pro today. It was hot as fuck, dude. Like, oh, this is what I was going to talk about. Like, it's... Oh, but I, I guess I am talking about it. The whole normalizing shit. Like, they're there and I'm there. And I'm like, 
dude, I'm not worried about it. Like, I'm not worried about, like, what they think of what they see. It's like, first of all, they're going to fucking, like, turn around and forget about me. Right? I'm just going to be, oh, that dude that they saw. Like, but not really. Because we look at every everybody. Dude, I forget all those fucking bad bitches that I see down the fucking river walk every day. Like, I forget about them. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to do my thing. Like I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And it's like, so I work is like, enjoy what you do. And, and like today I was at work. It was hot as fuck, bro. And that like, I went to the pro and like, I was there for like 10, 15 minutes. I wrote a little bit. And I was like, you know what? It's too hot. Like, I got to go back inside. We're in, And I was tired because this fucking heat will fucking beat you down, dude. And so. I was at work and I was just like, I, I, I love this. Like, I love working on these fucking cars. Like trying to, you know, figure out this dance and. And I'm listening to my music and it was, it was awesome. I came home and I was driving through traffic and that was the thing, dude. Like, like this whole slowing down, it's coming from, from that. Like, I feel like I'm the one only doing all the work and like everybody else like doesn't. Because, you know, I have I'm, I have to take care of some business, like, they, um, back at home. And so I got to do several things. One of them is, like, I got to deal with my, my truck. Um, I'm getting my car, like, I'm doing all these things. Um, but it's one of those things, like, there's there's things that I'm trying to get. As a customer, right? And and I'm like, yo, I'm I'm trying to be a paying customer. And and things are not lining up and, and stuff like that or or kind of like the scheduling, right? Now that, that I'm traveling for work and all that, a lot of you know, there's a lot of scheduling, like, hey, we have a car on Monday, you know, and I'm like, Hey, you guys gotta make sure the car's there, bro. Like and that's what I'm saying. It's like so as a customer, like you gotta like I, and that's where I have to break the fourth wall with them, with the business. Like I got to be real with them. You know, it's like, Hey, Oh, and I, you see, I got to schedule some customers. I gotta, I gotta hit up today. I gotta be like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll be home next week or throughout the weekend and all that. So I might be working this weekend. Um, but next week, um, But it's one of those things like, hey, um, you got to make sure that the car's here because I'm I'm coming. You know, luckily I have all the input, you know, it works out. I'm like, hey, and but that's how like the whole scheduling works. Like, hey, it, it's a double type of thing, like killing two birds with one stone. And taking advantage of of the opportunity. So. 
And then we have another one in Redos, and I was like, same thing with that one. Like, hey, like, I'm not going to be just going all the way over there for nothing. Like, we're coming from technically Austin. You know, because that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm coming down from Austin. And, and that's when it's like, you can't waste people's time and all that. So as a customer, it's like, hey, you you know, you got to, it's like words mean things. It's like, you, you got to. And that's where the new credit's going to be at. It's not going to be money. It's like either people are broke, like we've all been broke because of this whole fucking pandemic. It affected everyone one way or another. For me, I was in denial, and then, like, I felt it at the end. I was like, God damn, bro. Like, fuck this, right? But in the way, it's like because I rely on other people. Like, it wasn't like what I was doing or whatever. It's like, but people weren't spending money. Like, people weren't trying to get their door dings fixed during the pandemic because it wasn't a priority shout out to the people that did decide um to get their shit out but you know that but that's why i i owed it to them to them to to give a good product because i'm like god damn you motherfuckers are keeping me alive and shit and and it's funny how like in the in the book again like I'm, when i say the book i'm gonna be referencing the same one how it um it talks about like even th- these Indians and all that, these Native Americans, the Apaches when they're like escaping, and he was talking about like the last free Native American, how they still depended on society. It's like you're not really free or whatever. So it's like for me, it's like, and it's one of the things that I'm I'm learning, and it's like oh we're part of a society. And with the whole slowing down, coming back to the the traffic story that I was gonna say at work, like I was coming back to work and I was like. I got to go home and I'm stuck in traffic and I'm like, I ain't going anywhere. Why am I going to get fucking pissed off? I'm like, I'm going to get home and not do anything. And I'm like, it's part of society. Like we're all going home. It's rush hour. And that's what I've learned. I'm like, I don't want to be that asshole fucking tailgating the other dude. And so like I, I've stepped back I've chilled and I guess working on cars and all that has helped me out because I'm like because there's motherfuckers like with faster cars and shit and they're like let's take it to the track so I guess I'm like I don't really have to speed on the on the freeway and I have I'm like I'm not proving anything bro like you know <clears throat> so that that's kind of helped I was looking at motorcycles I might get a motorcycle it's it's just fucking crazy oh my god <sighs> You know, I, I have my motorcycle license. I've ridden motorcycles for all my life and shit. Like, I, ever since I was, like, little fucking four-wheelers and bicycles and motorcycles and shit like that. Um, but that's one of the things. Like, I know myself, and I, I told myself, like, I'm a speed junkie. So, I'm like, I. but now, now that I've, I've done this whole, like, slowing down that I, and I feel it. Like, I feel that, that I've actually slowed down and, um. I can actually get a motorcycle now. And you know what's weird? I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to get a motorcycle, bro. Like, I was scared to tell her, bro. Like, I was like, I was I was just going to do it. Like, and I, like, I went to go look at him. I talked to the dude. We were, like, doing the whole process. But, again, I, I'm busy with work and shit. So, I'm like, hey, bro, like, hold, hold, hold that up. Like, I'll be back next week, right? And I was like, hey, mom, I'm a... I'm going to get a motorcycle. And she's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, you need it. It's like, they're really, because I'm in the city, right? So, it's like, with the truck, 
and and she was like yeah dude like get it it's like you need it like you need to get like from around and, and this and that and like it, it threw me off guard how like she was she was like supportive it, it was crazy but i think i've <laughs> i've said this story too of how uh i was we were we were in like the four wheelers and i had my mom in the, and i was like 13 14 at the time and we're like in this little levee and then like i took off and i basically popped the wheelie on the, on the four wheeler <laughs> and i had my mom in the back <laughs> oh dude like it was crazy and then like because i didn't mean to do it on purpose because we're in that levee so like and we were like in um this little four wheeler it was a fast it was one of those raptor ones if i'm i can't i'm not really like again like i I don't know shit about motorcycles, but I think it was like a Raptor 630 or something like that. And I was like 14 at the time. Um, some friend, some friend of the family, like, had like two, the quads and shit. And like, so he lent it to us and like, it was cool. Like, we were out there. And like I said, we were, like, I grew up with motorcycles and shit, but it was crazy. I might get a motorcycle. Ooh, I'm excited, bro. Like, cause dude. This fucking truck in the city, god damn, son. Whoo! So a motorcycle just, but again, it's about time. It's like I got places to be. Like I got, I gotta go. Like I got shit to do. Um, and it was just really, really like coming clutch. So I got shit to figure out. Um, but this whole like slowing down again, it's, it's coming from, it's like, oh, like people don't really give a fuck about you. <laughs> like if it doesn't really like really involve them, like immediate money and shit like that, like they don't give a fuck. Like, and I was like, at the end of the day, like everything can wait. Like there's no like immediate type of thing. Like everything's going to be fine. <gasps> Yo, I just got a notification. France, practice one live. Formula One. Ooh, shit, my phone is charging. Give me a second. Bro. Oh, I did get a message. Again, my phone had died, so. No, it's just notifications. This thing is tripping. But. Oh shit! Formula One is my life. Let's see what we got here. The weekend and dominated it through all fuel loads, all tire compounds, and turned it up when he had to. Formula One is my life. You have uh, who's this? Akon. A. Akon just got like one of the biggest Formula One uh contracts, or the longest, one of the longest uh contracts for three years, that is extending extending to 2024 so they were the formerly known Renault team now they uh trans um changed over to alpine it's alpine americans is say alpine but hey it's gonna be tricky it's alpine okay that's how they say and there's some of those things like those tricky things hey what do you think about this this team and you say alpine you fucked up, son. I, as a linguist, I had this whole debate. It's Alpine, but they call it Alpine because they're fucking French. Anyways, um, I'm excited for this. The, I've been busy. I didn't even get to do the Baku debrief race or post 
race debrief and then or reaction whatever thing uh, ooh. damn that's crazy damn these guys are going fast how fast are they going you know they're going like the slowest is like 40 on the turns he's going 135 150 oh shit 175 180 185, 186. He's going 186. Oh shit. Yo, these motherfuckers are going fast. That's fast, bro. Like, and 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 here's the thing. Like, how fast is fast? Like, to put it in perspective, like we're going 70, 80 miles, like speed limit. If you're really speeding, it's like anywhere between like 90 and 100. That's kind of like the benchmark type of thing of of how like speediness like you got to keep it like around 90 100. that's good 115 100 like yeah that's like speeding speeding on a on like on a normal car on a legal street car basically right um now when you start going to the corvettes and porsches and stuff like that they're going to be pushing like 140, 150, like 160. That's the benchmark. Like, and that's why they, like these guys are Formula One. Dude, Formula One is the fastest one. So they're, like, they're hitting like 180. Like the fastest is like 203, 204. I think sometimes, yeah, because it translates to like a 236 kph kilometers per hour. So that's kind of like the benchmark so these guys are going fast bro like max verstappen oh who just crashed is that stroll or vettel sebastian vettel just crashed bro damn that's a long ass fucking lockup so we're in practice one with 44 the timer is at 44 minutes and 20 seconds ish <clears throat> He locked up because he was an attorney, and that's a long lock. So it's like the gearbox or something because it's like I'm stuck in neutral. And like, dude, that's a crazy lockup. So he's off. It's, oh, it's crazy. Formula One is my life. This fucking pack is about to be like two, three hours long, but welcome to my life. Um, I forgot about it. I've been, like I said, I've been busy. I have a lot of shit to do, but, but I love it, man. I, I love it, but this is what I do it for. And this is what I've started realizing. Like, Hey, Hey, like I need to slow down because I'm not really fucking enjoying. Like I have these things, but it came cause I'm, I'm, I'm paying rent for this motherfuckers, bro. Like, because I'm traveling and I'm doing all these things, but I'm working. And that's where like, I started learning, like, Oh, fuck everything else. Like, fuck going just to, to the bars and, like, doing all these things. I'm, like, I'm paying a lot, like, to live here and shit like that. It's, like, I, this is where I got to fucking enjoy. It's, like, people go out. And this is where I have to, re and where, like, it took, for, not really took forever because it, I did it pretty right away. Because I was, when I got here, I was still drinking. And then I stopped. Um, stomach issues and all that. But I, but because of that, um, I was like, no, I don't really have to go out. But the thing was, 
Well, going out to drink. I didn't really have to go out to drink. But the the whole thing was, um, it's like, no, I have these things. I got to enjoy it. Like, that's why today I was like, no, I got to go to, like, I went to the, the Pearl. Like, if you guys see it, that's why I'm taking, like, the, the videos of, of the terrace. And, and it's pretty awesome. It's like, because I'm here. Like, I'm working for it. I'm paying for it. I need to enjoy it. Like, really enjoy it. And um, it's a beautiful thing. I love driving at night. Like I said last time, it's like I got to see. I've always wanted to see like a meteor shower. But, you know, being at home, you don't really wake up at 2, 3 in the morning. And if you do, you only do it for like 15 minutes. And then you take your ass back to sleep. You know, you see like five shooting stars. And then after 10 shooting stars, you're like, all right, cool. Like, uh, I've, I've seen them. All right, let's go back to sleep. I still believe those those motherfuckers like those comets, meteors, whatever you want to call them. I don't even know what the fucking difference is. It's fucking little aliens fucking get into Earth, bro. They're like fucking crash landing. Phew, 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 phew. Uh, I, I feel like that's the real conspiracy theory. Like, that's the real cover-up. Oh, they played the, the replay. I wasn't even watching. I think that's the real conspiracy theory. Yo, this whole fucking Paul Ricard... Oh, it's a surface texture. Extreme grip, extreme wear. Oh, so in Paul Ricard in the Formula One, they have this this lines around the track, and it's fucking confusing. Like, I I don't like it. So it's basically the track, and at the, on the outsides of the tracks is like patterns, right? Like it's a fucking art thing but apparently and it's like staggered it's like the american flag so if you think of like the staggered flag things so it's like that pattern and you know if you think about the racetrack if you go look at it you you guys will see what i'm talking about like all the fucking lines but those lines are textured so the blue ones and i kind of figure this because like they have red ones and it's like the extreme it's kind of like in baseball how they have like the the dirt track at the end of the outfield and that's to, that's uh that's to give you the warning because I used to, when I used to play baseball it's like so when you get into the wall when you know you're leaving the grass and like you realize that you're running on on dirt like because we practice this we practice catching uh, home runs you know you, you stand there and they you know the the best way is to throw them this because it's more controlled you know you throw it over the fence or you lob it over the fence and you know you're running. And you gotta, you gotta communicate with with the other outfielders. So the center outfielder, whatever's got to help them out and shit, and say, hey, you're getting close, you know, and you're fucking yelling. And that's one of the things in in baseball too. You gotta communicate when you get a pop fly. We had rules like, hey, if it comes here, like who has like seniority or basically authority over it, and and like basically like in the infield the shortstop had it right or if it was like between the pitcher and the catcher the catcher had it so it's like little things like that um if it was in the outfield you know if an outfielder called it they had it because it was the outfield so it's like shit like that or you had like override like when you definitely had it you had like a, a different saying that you said you're like 
I don't give a fuck about your thing. Like, I got it, you know? But, and you see this because, and that man would be, and that's those tricky ones where you're like turning around or whatever. Um, but when it, like a regular pop flies, sometimes you miss it because they're like, no, you get it. You get it. You get it. Right. That's where the seniority comes in. Like if it's on the thing, the shortstop has to get it because it's going to be on him. Right. Or it doesn't mean like he has to run over and fuck regardless. And where was I going with this fucking communication shit? I for I totally forgot with this whole communication shit. <laughs> oh, but um I I really forgot where I was going with this communication shit. <laughs> I'm gonna give me some more tea. Um I'm at thirty seven minutes or is the countdown 37 25 24 23 all pink but yeah i'm busy i didn't get to record those things but yeah it's textured um the warning things i don't know what i was talking about oh the the baseball field so you gotta communicate you gotta you gotta that's one of the things it's you got to talk to each other. You just got to do it. Um, and you see how everything's ties to business, to survival, like communications, to doing your work. So I kind of figure the warning track, just like in baseball in the outfield, the red ones, but I know that they were actually textured. And that's like, nah, if you fucking leave the track, it's going to fuck up your tires. And that's what Sebastian Vettel did. Like, he skid, like he locked up. He went all the way into the wall. And his tires were fucked. Yo, those tires are expensive. So, he went back into um, the garage. And they're going to change his tires now. You have Danny Ricardo. Um, see, here's the thing. This is going to be race 7 of the 23 races that they're supposed to have. At this point, the thing with the seventh races is each year you have regulations of what you can and cannot do to the car. They changed it. So now one of the biggest changes that they had this year is the side, the side skirts. So that's in between the, the tires from, you know, alongside the car and also in the back between the tires where you have the little light. So basically, if you think if you compare it to a regular car where the bumper would be right but they don't have bumpers they have like little fins and it's we're not talking about the spoiler we're not talking about the wing it's where your bumper would be so like below they have like running boards basically in the back um they change the regulations and here's the thing that like these cars are really so aerodynamic and that like any little changes affects the things you know because you got <clears throat> wind direction of like that's what these little fins they do they direct the wind in certain directions and that's why like some cars are good in certain circuits and not in others because like all those things affect them the wind the turns the directions and and oh i'll tie this in when i was talking about like how fast is fast like compared to like speeds and all that 
I just watched this video and this is where you got to compare. It's like, we can make things that go really fast. We can make some pretty fast cars, but you got to break down to, to the human aspect. Like how, like how I was just explained on the earlier episodes, uh, it's like basically impossible. To, it is physically impossible to hit a fastball. Same thing. It's like, these things are so fast. It's like the human capabilities are limited compared, you know, to to the speeds and all that. And we're talking about reactions. So given the reaction times that we have to certain things, you know, at high speeds, and that's why, like, Formula One is so interesting. It's like you only have fractions of a second to make those decisions that have these consequences so that's why it's like or just physical limitations from you know you're going so fast that you got to break so fast you got g-forces that are pulling you you know on your neck and your your body and all that and that's why like lewis hamilton's like yo it's like it, it's it's demanding because you have those when you're turning like in your car when you turn that's why you go fucking flying to one side of the car because it's just g-forces these guys are going so fucking fast and you guys heard that oh these cars are so fast that they can go upside down in a tunnel yeah because that's how much g-force that they have and think about that like on the turns so it's demanding and um it's just interesting man i i like it but i'm enjoying what i i'm doing and that's what i'm saying like i figure like if I'm going to be up at night and shit like that. Might as well do a podcast. And I did it one fifteen. You know what? I'll keep it around this time. It's not too much. But uh, hopefully, I keep, hopefully, I have kept you entertained. If you've stuck around this long, it's fucking awesome. Um, I'm going to be busy. Enjoy your time. Enjoy what you do. Because you're fucking paying for it. You're paying for rent. You're paying for all this shit. Enjoy it. Oh, what what I was going to say about these races. So, in conclusion, I guess. The thing with these cars, um, and that's what I said over the years. Like, who are you? Like, you're the rookie, bro. Like, Stefan Alcon just got the three-year contract. And that's what I think. Like, that's what I said. Like, it's. Each year they have these regulations that they change. And so these cars start changing. With him, he's been there for a while with even with Renault. So like he, they know the car now with next year they're gonna have the biggest like change from, from the hybrid era. And basically that's when they started putting like the rechargeable batteries where it's like hybrids, you know, it's gasoline and power, electric. Um that was a couple years ago, like 10 years ago, like 10, 11, 2010, 2011-ish. Um, now, in 2022, that's when the newer regulations are going to come in. And when you have a driver that's been driving the car, like, he can give you that that feedback. Like, hey, last year, you know, it's been like this. It's driving like this. You know, there's some improvements we can do. So now, given that it's the seventh race of the season... We have drivers that have changed teams, just like uh, Sergio Perez with going from Racing Point, now Aston Martin, to Red Bull. You have 
Daniel Ricardo going from Renault, now Alpine going to McLaren. You have Sebastian Vettel going from Ferrari last year now to Aston Martin. Like I said, formerly known as Racing Point. That was the pink one. The pink back there. Ooh. Verstappen just fucking went off the track too, man. And he's in the red. Ooh. He fucked up those tires. Who's this? Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz on the red too. This dude's, you know, they're slip. But that's the thing with the practice. They're pushing the car to the limit. pushing these cars to the limit and that's the whole point of of field practice one and yo crazy man these guys are crazy that's why i love it dude the so now just like sergio pettis they gotta get used to these cars because these cars are different from the braking points compared to the other ones to the handling to suspension how you can equate this is to regular cars is when you drive a silverado compared to an f-150 the suspension is a lot different than handling like it just feels different with cars you know in the racing community or whatever like that's why they like they, they like the s14 just because the weight distribution the weight balance the, the mortar that it has, the way it reacts to differentials. And these guys are building all these parts. So cars react different. And and so it's... They got to get used to the car. So now it's like it's a sixth race. It's going to be the seventh race. It's like, hey, you've already had six races to get used to it. We had different things. We had street circuits. We had, you know, actual circuits. We had windy days, hot days. And right now, it's you know, it's it's June. It's summer, bro. So, they're in France. It's going to be awesome. But just enjoy life, man. Just just take it easy. It's, uh, I'm having a fucking great time, dude. I, I, I love what I do. I love Peter and Austin in San Antonio. About to go to El Paso and then headed to Redoso. Shit, shit's amazing. It's, I'm traveling and I get to do that. They um, got a call doing this business. You'll see how, how things are going to go with that. Um, it's a lot, but I love it. I wouldn't have it any other ways. Let me know what you guys think of all these things. What your thoughts. And hopefully it's changing the way you see things too. So that's basically the podcast. I won't keep it too long. I'll catch you guys later. Go check out the social media. Have some pretty dope pictures. Fiesta is going on here in San Antonio. She's going to get crazy, bro. But, uh... It always happens, bro. It always happens when there's something popping in San Antonio. I'm out of time, bro. I'm out of time for work. But that's, I wanted to work. I wanted to have my own business. I, I, oh, in conclusion, this is the real conclusion. The reason why, the reason why this whole thing of like taking my time is like because it, it fucked me up. 
and it's cool because I don't I don't think she'll fucking listen to this, but if she does, I'm glad you you listen to this. But you know, I'm going back home, so I was like, "Hey, Shadi, I'm gonna be back home with her." She's like, "All right, cool." And we're planning things. She's like, "Hey," um, and again, what I was saying earlier, like it takes eight hours to six hours or seven hours to get there, depending on how you you drive or whatever. So trying to get there before five she's like no nah, i kind of works out because i don't i don't finish i don't get out the gym till like after seven or whatever and i was like damn girl like you won't skip the gym for me like i'm gonna get in town right and she's like no it's like i used to be dating this dude and i stopped going to the gym for him and you know started getting weight because i stopped going and i'm like god damn it's just like i'm there just for a couple days you know like it's you're telling me like how much you want to see me, but you can't even skip the gym. And that's where I was like, oh wait, like y'all, this track is fucking confusing as fuck. It has this track has 164 layouts. Cause basically what it is is like they have <clears throat> different turns. So you can make a left turn, a right turn, or you can go straight. And just depending it's like on whatever configuration you want to do, it's like because you want different tracks, right? You don't want to have the same track. Um, but that shit's confusing. You like you don't know if he's gonna go. Fuck, I don't. They gotta come up with some barriers, some like screen, just like some screen barriers. Like it's fine, just so we can know. Like, oh, you put some cones, bro. <laughs> God damn. But that's where I was like, oh wait. Because it was this whole thing of like we we're gonna get an Airbnb and all that. And once again, like, we're not, we're not behind because it was expected that this car was going to be difficult. But I was trying to rush. Well, I wasn't rushing. I was hoping to get it done yesterday, but it didn't happen, which is fine because we're a lot. It was just like, no, I'm, I'm fast. I'm speed. You want to see speed? I'm speed, right? I'm fast as fuck, boy. But no, not this this car. It's a little tricky. Uh, the metal's a little tricky, so I had to take my time. You know, you have to take your time with these cars uh, t- again to not mess it up. Because it was one of those things I, you know, I told the the boss. I was like, hey man, you know this this. This one dent might mess up. Like, I'm just giving you a heads up. It's like, what do you want to do? Like, again, communication. Do you want me to keep going, trying it out? Or, you know, what's up? And, you know, it's like, hey, nah, man. Like, <laughs> he's like, hey, man, the public that I know, whatever, you know. And I was like, ah, oh, God. But again, it was because of speed, right? I was like, it's going to mess up. Like, why am I going to? And it's like, that's why you attack those dents first because they're going to take some time. They take some time. And uh, so if you fix the whole car and then you wait for that one to like the last minute or you fix the whole panel and you wait for that dent to, you know, the last one to finish because it's the most difficult one. And if you mess it up, you fix a whole car or like that, the whole panel for nothing. Right. So you attack it first. So I went for it first and I was like, hey, so anyways, he was like, so I did it. So that's why it kind of pushed me back. But that's why, you know, we're supposed to get these Airbnbs. And I was like, and I was like, you know what? 
This chick won't even fucking skip one day at the gym. For me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck all this shit. Why am I like, why am I trying to stress it? Fuck that. I was like, you know what? I might not even go to a fucking Sunday. Fuck it. I might, you know, fucking, I'm going to chill here Friday, take my time, do my work right, give good quality, not rush it, and fuck it. I turned that car in. Enjoy my Friday. It's going to be Friday. It's going to be Fiesta on fucking El Pal, you know, here in San Antonio. Enjoy that Friday because, you know, Thursday was the first day, you know, the fireworks. So go check out the social media. I have some pictures of, of videos of it. It's going to be popping. I'm like, you know what? I might fucking stay here and enjoy this shit and all that. Why am I going to go there, stay at a fucking Airbnb and shit and be paying for something that I'm already fucking paying for here? Fuck all that noise. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to rush. I'm going to take my time. I'm chilling. I'm enjoying it. And that was the whole point. It's like, why am I going to go to El Paso and be in a hotel when I got this? I was like, people won't do things for you. It's like, why am I going to be doing things for them? So Shadi kind of fucked up on that one. She fucked it up for her, bro. Like... For herself. Like, I wanted to do all these things, but I'm like, you know what? I have my part. And this is where it's like my priorities. This is where like cutting things out. It's like, that's that's a distraction. Girls are being a distraction and all that. Fuck it, dude. Like, no, I got my shit to do. I'm going to do me. So if you're listening to this, wherever you are, do you, boo-boo. Take care of yourself. Norm, and that's what I'm saying. Like normalize, like break the fourth wall. Like it's it's you. Like you're there for work. We're all here for work. We're all trying to collect a paycheck. Give your best customer service. That's different. Give you know. Be a professional. Be nice. We're in a society. But at the end of the day, we're all trying to fucking just survive, bro. Like let's keep it real. Just keep it real, and. And it's awesome, bro. Like, it's. Don't. Normalize whatever the fuck you want to do. Because at the end of the day, they don't care for you. They don't really care. So whatever they they fucking think, whatever their opinion of you is, fuck them. Because their opinions don't pay your bills. They don't, you know. When you want something from them, when you need something from them, they're not there. Oh, now you're not here? Where was that energy when you were, you know, when you were talking shit? When you're criticizing and doing all that, that's how I'm like, what do I need to speed for on the highway? What do I need to read my, like, nobody gives a fuck, bro. Because they all got their, their their shit to do. Max Verstappen is going to the garage at 19 minutes in two seconds, one second. Some floor damage, some. And you see, they hit the curve. He went outside the track limit. And they have these curves. Just It's like the out of bounds. Like if you're playing basketball and if you go outside the lines, they have these curves. 
And that's the literal candy cane looking ones, the red and white. And they'll fuck up the car because these cars are low and they look like bumps. So he went over it and it fucked up the, the floorboard. So he went back in. Yo, this, this shit has this big old fucking wraparound, like roundabout turn. It's a crazy right turn. And, and so, like, they don't care. Like, so I'm like, you know what? They they wouldn't do that shit for me and all that. So it's like, I got to take care of myself and enjoy myself. So do you that's a podcast take care i was supposed to be 10 15 minutes but like i said it never is another hour and a half podcast for you guys and i haven't uploaded the other one so whenever i post these it's gonna be double header it's gonna be three hours but it's all right fucking joe rogan posts like three three hour long fucking podcast a day bro howard stern and that's one thing that i like i was going through my camera roll on my phone when I was like trying to get space and I started deleting all my guitar videos and I was like, fuck all these guitar videos, bro. Like why? Because each time that I play the guitar, I get better. So if I delete these videos, Oh, I'm going to miss it. I'll play it again. And if I'll play it again, I'll probably play it better than back then. So like I started, I was like, that's when I started like deleting stuff like that from like getting rid of I'm like, you know what? And it comes from the, you know, I had to, I had to do the fine tooth comb podcast with a little bit of music. So J Cole in a Mr. Nice watch, you know, the course says, you know, um, fuck it. I'll make that back. He's talking about time. It's like, if we ever, you know, they say time is money, but really it's not because if, if we ever grow broke, then time is all we got and you can't make that back so let's ball while we're here like there's no tomorrow like they there's no next year like fuck it i'll make that back because you can always make money back you can't make time so with that being said it's like no i can unless it's like a special memory like we were like we went to vegas Universal Studios, big things like that, or, you know, celebrations, birthday parties, those are different, but, like, my Snapchats and shit, like, I was like, fuck it, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about, I'm always repeating myself, so I can always repeat myself again, so I was like, all those fucking videos, like, I'm gonna fucking delete them, like, I don't need those fucking videos, so I'm just gonna keep the ones that are really important, and that's kind of like, you, you got to start cleaning your decluttering. We talk about all these hoarders, but how much mental shit are we hoarding? So that's kind of like the new thing. Clear your fucking mind. Clear your own little cookie cachet in your brain. Do a cleansing. Breathe. And uh, just turn the fuck up. That's about it. So leave you guys with that. Take care. Follow on all social media. And you know what? Like actually communicate on social media. And that's one thing that I've learned 
like you want to hack the algorithms and all that you got to do engagements with people you got to do networking not just scrolling and it checks the like the social media stuff like instagram they check to see because it tracks how much you scroll compared to like the likes and the comments and that's what they were saying like in the comments like you're just doing emojis what i do in my comments i actually comment on shit like i'll I'll give my two cents. I'm breaking the fourth wall and I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, but I'm trolling. 90% of the time I'm trolling or hitting up on your girl. So hide your wives. Hide your girlfriends. Yo, if you don't tell them to block me, holla at your boy. So, I forgot what, what I was saying. It's going to be a shit. It's already five. Probably take a quick nap. Wake up at six or so. <laughs> and get my day started. Even though it's already been started for over two hours. So, for Milan, when is my life? Basically, I watched the whole fucking field practice. Um, pretty dope. Pretty dope. Uh Again, this fucking track is confusing, bro. Like, basically, he just made, like, a left turn. But there was, like, another little intersection where he could have made that, like, left turn. So, like, that's the confusing part of uh, this track. So, it was, like, was it the first left or the second left? So... That's the that's what they're like. Nah, this fucking track is trash. But I guess it's a little bit more easier for the drivers. Like the drivers, I guess, being in the car and all that, they have point because they have some signs over there or in the track. So I guess they know where to go and shit. Because they'll have like the breaking points and the markings, and that's where you see the three hundred, two hundred, a hundred, fifty, you know, shit like that. But anyways, that's been the podcast. Take care and um, see you guys later. Bye-bye.